So life can take a sudden turn with one phone call, a call from a parent, call from a child, call from an employer. How about a call from a doctor with results of tests? One phone call delivered news to Jason and Allie that changed the course of their lives. That call brought them news they didn't want to hear. And today, Jason continues to work through life without Allie and life as a single father. Here's my conversation with Jason McLean. Jason, thanks for joining us on the Journey Podcast. We, we appreciate uh, we appreciate you being here. Well, thank you for having me. I know um, uh, the topic we're going to talk about is is a, a difficult uh, topic, and uh, you have uh, gone through a lot. Uh, your wife Allie uh, passed away in uh, June of 2021. Yep, and um, there was a a long process before that. Uh, when she uh, when she got sick, and so you're one of the um, uh, those who understand what it's like to lose a, a spouse. Tell us a little bit about Allie and um, just uh, who she was. How how'd you guys meet? Yeah, so Allie was a <clears throat> a great person. Uh, she was really outgoing. Um, lots and lots of friends. Everyone seemed like they kind of migrated to Allie. Um, she just was always kind of the planner of you know, fa f uh, family and friend get-togethers, those types of things. Um, she worked in human resources all of her career, honestly. And she was just, you know, again, just a mm -hmm. great mom, a great, uh, uh, just, 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 a, just a truly wonderful person. Yeah. If that makes sense. I remember uh, coming to your house one time and there was this picture, I think it was above a fireplace, just beautiful yeah. family picture. Yeah. And uh, I think it was at a beach, uh, just a great shot. And it was amazing because it was like only a year or so that had been taken about a year uh, before Allie really started getting pretty sick. So sure, yeah. how how did you learn, how did you guys learn that, that Allie was uh, having some health issues? Allie was an incredibly healthy person, uh, ran, uh, did spinning all the time, very active. Um, she was tried to really focus on her diet and eating healthy, so did all the right things. Um, I guess it was probably about that fall, October, November. I was uh, around the late fall. She started noticing some tingling in her face. Um, and it, it was kind of like a numbing feeling. And so she, you know, just kind of brushed it off. And then it kind of kept continuing for several weeks. And so uh, she had gone into, she had asked her doctor about it. This was after, so, uh, it was actually before, it was several months that this, mm -hmm. this tingling had gone on. And around Thanksgiving is when she really, kind of started to notice something was really off. And so she had been seeing her PCP and here they thought that it was um, some, like uh, she had, they put her on like this bland diet. They th thought it was diet related. Mm -hmm. Did that for a couple months and of course nothing changed. And then, uh, so finally, you know, it kept progressing and she brought it up and he's like, you know what, let's just do an MRI just to rule things out. So, you know, ahead of that, Allie had been Googling things and all this stuff and I was like, you're, you're just being ridiculous. I don't think you, you certainly don't have cancer, right? Mm. That's li literally what I had said. Mm -hmm. And then I remember uh, it was March was when she had gotten gotten diagnosed. Uh, you know, just a regular work day. We both had worked from home and we had been expecting this call. Again, I, I in my mind, she was going to be fine, you know? Mm -hmm. And then that call came in and... Uh, like we had a, a like sort of like a balcony in my office was upstairs and she was down in the living room and I, and I heard the call and she just started crying and I walked out and she said, 
it's really bad. You need to come down here. And, you know, instantly your heart just sinks because mm -hmm. you're like, okay, what, what could this be? And then, you know, that five minute phone calls the whole time she's whispering, it's, it's really bad. It's really bad. And, um, so yeah, that day mm -hmm. changed our lives from perfectly normal family going about life with two boys, busy in sports, busy and, you know, just busy in life and to it's, it's, it's over as you know, it, and it's mm -hmm. totally different from that day mm -hmm. on. Um, Jason, talk about, as you and Allie walk through this together, mm -hmm. talk about some of the spiritual, um, challenges, um, the things that you, that you interacted uh, together spiritually, the things that you, you talked about as you, you know, uh, cried with each other and, 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 and <clears throat> encouraged uh, each other, I'm sure along the way, but just give us a, give us a little insight in, into that, uh, that time, if you would. It's like, okay, this faith that I have practiced all of my life, like it's real now, right? It, it, like this is either you're going to continue in this faith or you're going to walk away from it. And I'll be honest, I had those feelings of this is, how, how is this fair? How could this be? Like mm -hmm. we have a great family and you're going to do this to my boys. Most m m was really where I, my focus always was. And Allie's too. We tried mm -hmm. to shield them from it as best as we could for as long as we could. So anyways, you have all those feelings. I think any human would, right? How could mm -hmm. you not? Um, <clears throat> but through it all, like Allie was always the one that uh, remained um, positive throughout the whole thing. She's like, you know what? I don't like this. I don't know why this is, but this is what God has for me. It's it's what got us through. It's what got Allie through. Um, certainly it's why Allie is where she is today, right mm -hmm. now. Um, but it's a struggle. It's a mm -hmm. struggle. You know, I was thinking about you guys and, um, you know, talking with other uh, people, couples who have gone through the loss. Um, I think, and you said it, Jason, there are times when, you know, we're, we're crying out to God, like, why could you do this? Right. Uh, there's anger. Um, some people kind of say, you know, God, if you're a loving God, you, you wouldn't do this. And then in the next moment, it's God, you're all I have That's it. and I need you and I can't do this without you. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, God's peace and God's comfort and God's strength. So it's really a roller coaster, isn't it? Of it's just, whole, um, yeah. uh, of emotions. The whole gamut of emotions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it 100% is. And like I said, it's just, and it's daily. It's like this, these peaks and these valleys and and just like battling between this anger and this is all, God, you're all that I have. You know, I can't, I physically can't get out of bed without your strength, mm -hmm. but I'm so angry. You know, it's just like this back and forth. Mm -hmm. And I had that for, I mean, you had that for a long time and, and Allie did too. I mean, how could you not? But I mean, at the end of the day, Again, that's what that's what um, faith is all that we mm -hmm. it's all that we needed, you know. When you were going through this, was there um, was there a hard point of the day for you? Like you get up in the morning and you get going, and then it, this this wave comes on you. Oh, I'm we're dealing with this, yeah. or maybe it's at night, you know, when you're kind of uh, alone with your thoughts. Was there a, a time when it was really heavy for you? Number one, it was COVID. The majority of it was during COVID. Hmm. So the world was not a great place. Any, it was not fun for anyone. In addition, we were going through, you know, the hard times of that. It was very, very hard. Um, 
you know, emotionally, physically, mentally, all of it. And yeah, I mean, I just remember, and again, most of it was from, from Allie and I, just the sadness for our boys mm-hmm. and trying to hide that from them or continually try to have them, uh, let them have as normal of his life as we possibly could. I remember cutting the grass, like I would just cut the grass about five times a week just for something to do <laughs> during COVID or go for a run. And you'd just be overwhelmed with emotion, you know, and it, and those, those, those emotions continued for literally a couple, you know, a year or two. I feel like it was just mm-hmm. constantly, you never, ever were really happy. Even when there was something like mm-hmm. a great thing going on, that was always there. Talk about, um, you know, I mean, you're going, you're, you, you want to do everything you can to, uh, protect your boys, uh, uh, Excuse me. Praying for for Allie. Talk about Allie's faith. Um, how did you How did you just see her faith? Um, you know, um, act uh, during those times that uh, she was going through. You know, a good report, then a bad report, then trying a different uh, medication and a whole bit. Kind of talk about the the journey of her faith. Honestly, for me, it was always amazing. Um, because her faith got stronger, the the more challenging things became. Um, so I think that it was, and she really wanted to to use herself through that tragedy as a witness to so many others, mm-hmm. and to her friends at work, um, you know, just family, everybody. Uh, she was she was such an encouragement just based on her positivity, number one, and her just steadfast faith. Allie passed away in June of 2021. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, people go through the grief process in a lot of different ways. Uh, some people, some people, it begins, you know, right uh, at the at at the start of losing someone. Other people can put it off for a while, and then it hits. Uh, you know, I've seen people put it off for six months and. Mm-hmm. You, you ask them and they say, oh, I'm great. It's all good. I can't believe how good I'm doing, Good, I'm how well I'm doing. And then, man, you know, I, the next time I talk to them, it's like they, they just, the bottom falls out. There's there's no way around the grief process. Sure. Um, for those listening, how would you describe the grief process uh, for you personally? I think for me, the grieving process and to some degree was before Allie passed away mm-hmm. because it was such a long haul that last six months and to see her just decline in the way that she did. In some ways it prepared us, it prepared me, I know, and I'm sure mm-hmm. my boys as well and everybody around us. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's hard. It's hard when you go through something like that and to grieve it and to, to see it and live it every day. For me personally, and I know Allie personally, and also my boys, which really, really makes me proud of them. After a period of time, uh, you know, I would always ask them, guys, how are you? Do you miss mom? That We don't miss mom that way. Mom, you know, mom didn't want to live like that. Mom's where she wants to be. Hmm. So, and that is perspective of, of reality of life, you know? So, we're all going to pass away at some point, you know, sooner than later for others, but... I can't describe it, but I know for me, it gives me peace. People, a lot of people, uh, everybody uh, grieves differently. Yeah. Uh, and uh, sometimes, you know, the waves of emotions hit when we least expect it. Right. Uh, you know, sometimes um, a birthday comes or a Christmas comes or the first the first holidays. 
Yeah. Uh, you kind of expect, you get ready for that, right? You prepare. Yeah, those first were hard, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. And then the other days, I'm sure you're listening to a song on the radio or you uh, a memory comes to your mind and, mm-hmm. and just kind of hits like a wave of, of grief, you know? Those first months after afterwards, uh, church was the hardest place to be. Hmm. It was so hard. To, literally fought myself to come to church, not because I didn't want to be here, because it was so hard to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you just see families happy, and uh, and those songs. That's what just that's what just kills you inside. Yeah. So it was tough. It was very tough. But we committed ourselves to. I committed myself to. You know what? This we are continuing in this. I cannot. I cannot allow myself to 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 get off that path because I don't want my boys to fall away. Mm-hmm. And you know, through it all, like I think that was always my biggest focus um, is trying to make sure because I don't know what it's like for a kid to go through that. I don't, and I worry about them a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think that I just hope that they saw in me my faith, and that's the only thing that got me through it. Mm-hmm. Jason, I'm going to go back to uh, coming to church because I've, again, talked to so many people, and they and I hear that, that same thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the place I need to be yeah. uh, is the hardest place to go. Yeah. Um, and there are a lot of people who uh, will, will check out a church or leave a church and not come back. But you said something. You just said, this is hard. The, the a song that uh, you know brings such emotion. Yeah, the place brings such emotion. Sure, You're nor- you were normally here with Allie, right? And now you see families together, right? Um, how, what how what caused you to decide? Because I think it's so important for those listening who have lost a loved one and say, you know, I'm not going to go back there. It's too painful. It was painful, but you said, I know, I need this. Mm-hmm. I know my boys need this. Talk about that commitment. I think that I think that's so significant. There is absolutely pain in in coming to church. That is true. But there's also comfort in that pain. Hmm. You go from again anger coming to church and seeing everyone around you, which seems like normal families, which you were. You know, we you can go to eat after church and you know whatever, just did stuff. You know, watch Steelers game, whatever, as a family, mm-hmm. and like that's just ripped away for me. And, and and focusing on my my sons, like it was, you've got to pull it together. They're the number one focus, um, you know? And so I really focused on trying to do that. There were certainly, it wasn't always easy. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and they they really lifted me up lots of times um, through, it, through it all. But, you know, it's just a commitment that I made to, number one, to Allie, to continue to raise the boys in that. Um, and that's what I wanted also. And then also, um, because I want them to know that through anything, your faith is what's going to, it's what's going to get you through it, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's in life or death, that's the only thing that you can hold on to at right. the end. Right. Talk about um, your boys some and talk to those people out there who who are going through something similar, right? Mm-hmm. They've lost uh, a spouse. Mm-hmm. And they have children, and they're just trying to <clears throat> get through this thing mm-hmm. early in the process for them. So talk about some of the things that now as you look back, things that you learned, things that you're, you're glad you did, um, just some of those 
things that the experiences that you had with your boys that you you said, okay, that that was a good thing to do. And you would encourage others to do that. Yeah. um, We tried to find our new normal um, outside, excluding Allie, right? Like after everything. And and I wanted to continue to do some of the things that we did as a family. Um, You know, Allie always liked to decorate for Christmas and she wanted to always do it in like October. It drove me crazy. (laughs) But you know, the boys wanted to do that. So mm-hmm. I got everything out and I decorated and we got all the Christmas stuff out. And, you know, so there are traditions like that, that I, I tried to do for them to continue. Cause that's what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But then also it was, as for us finding our, finding our own sort of niche, if that makes sense, whether it was going to a game or going out to lunch or, you know, just those types of things that we, mm-hmm. the three of us kind of built a core and that's what now we did. I think it's really important to remember the things that you did and always remember them, but also in the moving forward process, starting something new, because that is very healing to be able to do that and not holding on to maybe things that you just always did it. That would be, it's, that's not the way that it is anymore. Right. I heard someone say, and I want you to comment on this because I I do think it's so significant. You know, when we lose someone we love, a spouse, we we don't move on, mm-hmm. but we move forward. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so significant because the person who said that, they made the point that I can't move on from this person. This person is who I am, right? Mm-hmm. This person made me mm-hmm. who I am today. And so I don't move on from that person, but I move forward, mm-hmm. uh, you know, w- with the things that this person built into my life. So having lived through it kind of comment on that not moving on but moving forward yeah and i i've tried to i've tried to instill that in myself as well you know <clears throat> certainly you don't ever move on from all those years of your life and how could kids ever move on from that right but it's 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 honoring her remembering her um carrying on some of those things that were important and just trying to do the best that you can for for her now, right? You mm-hmm. know, in, in a sense, um, because I know that if the role was reversed, that's what she would do. But yeah, you'd never move on from it. You move forward. We always talk about our satisfaction cannot be found in a in another person. Our satisfaction is only in Christ. And yeah. our, our, our contentment sure. can only come from Him. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and with that as the starting point, mm-hmm. we know that uh, our spouse, our husband, our wife, builds into our life and and kind of makes us who we are. Mm-hmm. And as you move forward, think about that for a minute. Um, who who are you? How did, how did Allie build into your life? How are you different mm-hmm. uh, from your years and experiences with Allie? Certainly, Allie um, always encouraged me, um, <clears throat> challenged me to make, you know, maybe take challenges that I wouldn't have done on my own or hesitations that I wouldn't have done on my own. Like I said, she was um, a people person and she just honestly kind of owned the room when she, when she came into a place. And so I was not that right. And I'm mm-hmm. not that now, but just taking, taking uh, risks or challenges that maybe I would have just said, oh, I wouldn't be able to do that. As you think back and you would think back through, uh, as you said, the shock of the illness and, going through all this, um, as you and Allie had so many conversations, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you, what did you learn 
what did you learn about God? I'm going to ask you two questions. What did you learn about God? And then what are you learning about God? So let's start with, with what did you learn about God as you walked through this? I learned that, you know, even in the darkest times and the darkest struggles and in the unknowns, God is right there with you. Hmm. Um, you know, just literally going, just walking blindly almost, but you just relied on that and there was comfort there. God, I, I just think that that's the one thing that I learned certainly going through that. And I know Allie did too, was just, just, let's just rely on him, mm -hmm. you know, and let's get through. And, but yeah, I mean, I think again, just whatever you're going through, whatever struggle it is, um, God's, God's not unaware of it. He's mm -hmm. right there with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, his word talks about a, um, a peace that passes yeah. human understanding. And when you're in a situation like that, from a human standpoint, uh, it doesn't get much worse, right? It doesn't, no. And yet you can experience that, that, that deep peace of knowing that, of, 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 of experiencing God's presence. I think since, you know, after Ali had passed, you know, you you come to that, you know, you come to this just, how is, how is it possible that I have peace? How is it possible that my boys have peace? Because we know where Allie is, and there's peace in that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so yeah, it's just a peace that we can't comprehend, right? right? We pray for peace, but until you actually fully experience that peace, like I can't really describe it because it mm -hmm. doesn't make human sense. Yeah. What are you now learning from God? How, how are you talking to Him and... and and how's he responding to you? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just always the unknowns now. Um, you know, I'm, I was always, I am a person that tries to plan everything out, you know, five years, 10 years, retirement, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, and it's just, it's so, it's, 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 you don't know, you don't know how everything is going to work out in the next day or two or month, you know, and so, and I really struggle, like I really struggle about with the boys, like just trying to, to get through all those things and like, well, what does life look like now? And well, it changes all of what I thought were our plans, you know? Mm -hmm. I just rely on God to, and God has blessed me so much um, over these past couple of years. Just, I just rely on him, you know? Mm -hmm. I know he's got a plan for my life. I know that he has a plan for my boys' lives. Well, I know this is not uh, easy to talk about. Mm -hmm. And uh, I appreciate you coming in and, and sharing uh your emotions mm -hmm. and your thoughts, and um, Jason, I love the fact that you know you you are very real in saying I'm in process. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm not. No one's reached a in the grief process. No one reaches like a destination. Say, okay, it's over. I'm done. It, you're in process, and and uh, Allie will always have mm -hmm. you know a special place in your heart, mm -hmm. and and you miss that as you as you think about how she has made you into the person you are. Uh, and uh, and now how you live life differently without her. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to pray for um, for those who are going through this. Yeah. And uh, I know what you said today will be extremely helpful for those who are, uh, because as you say, when there is an illness, um, you, you kind of start the grieving process along the way. Oh yeah. And um, and uh, I, I know that uh, God is is uh, is real in that, and He prepares us. Uh, and at the same time, it doesn't, as you well said, and I and I and I want to emphasize this. I just appreciate your, you know, just being vulnerable. 
uh, man, there are times when we say, God, this, the, this is not fair. This doesn't make sense. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you still have days when you say, well, I, want, I want that. Mm-hmm. I want that old life back. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet you move forward, you know, with, with what God has for you. Yeah, life's not over. So I, I know mm-hmm. I have a purpose and I need to, I wanted to be here today to try to be, you know, use some tragedy for good. And, mm-hmm. and if it can be shed some light to someone else going through it, that's what I said I wanted to do. Well, let's pray. Sure. All right. Father, I thank you for our time today with uh, Jason. I thank you for Allie. I thank you, Father, for her uh, faith in you, her trust in you. Uh, her commitment to you going through uh, extremely difficult times and uncertain times. And I thank you, Father, that our uh, uh, hope, our certainty, is knowing that uh, even though Allie is uh, absent from us, she is present with you. And that gives us tremendous uh, confidence and gives us tremendous peace. I thank you for Jason, and I thank you, Father, for his commitment to you to to continue to move forward, to take a step forward, even when the next step is hard. And I just am so thankful, uh, having seen him go uh, through this process, Lord, how you have worked in his life, how you've given him your strength, how uh, when he has kind of hit a hit a wall, uh, you've been there to to break through that wall and then uh, move him on, Lord, to that next stage of his journey. We thank you, Father, when we lose um, um, a loved one that we that we just love so much, we don't move on from that person, but we move forward. And thank you for uh, everything that Allie has um, uh, put into and built into Jason's life uh, uh, during their marriage uh, together. And Father, I pray that you would be with those listening <clears throat> who are going through a really hard time. They've lost a loved one. They're questioning you. They're angry, and I pray, Father, that they would find that that peace that passes all human understanding. So, Father, I pray that you would just bless them, encourage them, and let them know, as Jason's remind us, that you are on their side. We thank you, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Jason, thanks so much for joining us. I really, really appreciate you coming on. Thank you for having me. Our conversation with Jason reminds us that life doesn't always make sense. But even so, God is good, and God can always be trusted. And God's going to give us everything we need to do what he's calling us to do. Regardless of your situation, you can trust God today. Thanks so much for joining us on today's podcast. 